0: Befriend Your Body podcast, I Hate Conflict.
1: Hello everyone, it's Wanda and Gio. and I'm sure you can guess what today's podcast is all about.
0: Well, we just mentioned I Hate Conflict.
1: <laughs> That's right. So today we're going to talk about conflict, as my last few podcasts talked about things that cause us to worry or feel uncomfortable in our bodies and one of the things or situations that almost everybody i know that causes them stress is conflict actually let me ask you Gio. do you know anyone who loves conflict
0: actually i don't think anybody really likes conflict it's not something really likable (laughs)
1: <laughs> well and that that's usually the usual human reaction although I when you said that words I did think to myself in the back of my mind I do know someone who seems to like it but they don't like it for positive reasons they like it cuz they're angry and they like to bellow but when I'm talking about liking conflict it's be- the reason the reasons- feeling
0: of it the the yeah. sensation of it they don't they don't like it right
1: well I don't know. Some of them seem like they do. But anyway, regardless, we're going to talk about conflict today is about how important it is to actually have conflict because conflict resolution is one of the most important things to occur to keep a relationship strong and steady. So a lot of people avoid conflict. A lot of uh, couples avoid conflict, Of parents and children. Uh, Some people are pleasers and don't want anyone mad at them. Some people uh, were not parented very well and so they don't have much access to their natural healthy aggression. Uh, Some people weren't allowed to have boundaries. So for many, many reasons, uh, conflict can feel really awful to people. But we're humans, we're mammals and we're humans and conflict is a normal part of life because conflict occurs when you want something and I want something else and we both want our way. That's just a simple example. But as you can see, nations have conflict, leaders have conflict, politicians have conflicts. Um, So conflict is a part of being human. But what I'm trying to share today, even though I'm with you, I hate conflict too, is that conflict resolution is very possible, very, um, maybe easy is the wrong word, but you can absolutely do it if you put your mind to it and maybe know a few simple steps, but especially if you're not so afraid of it. Something that happens in relationships, whether it's couples or parent-child or uh, boss, um, uh, worker, any kind of relationship really, is that because we're human, we make mistakes and we make what's called a rupture. So anytime you're in a relationship of any form with someone and they do something moderately or minorly hurtful, or majorly for that matter, whether it's on purpose or not, that causes a little rupture in the relationship. It causes in your feelings, in your body, in the sense that the relationship gives you sensation-wise in your body, there's a rupture. So because we're human, we're rupturing relationships all the time. But as the really, really highly skilled, well-known marital Mm -hmm. therapist will tell you, Relationships do not necessarily die because of rupture, because of what's called repair. So, repair is what healthy relationships do when there's a rupture they realize there's a problem they don't sweep it under the rug they actually address it one or both of them decide let's address this what happened let's apologize or talk it through or discuss what we can do differently next time but they repair the rupture so just like when you break a bone after that bone heals there's actually more calcium at this broken spot the bone's actually stronger because of the rupture excuse me the break relationships that rupture and then repair, rupture and then repair, are actually stronger, healthier, and more positive, more full of love than relationships that don't, of course. That's a big duh. But some people would think, well, if I just don't have any conflict, then my relationship will go great. But that's not really true.
0: So the conflict is a part of the rupture and repair? Is it a a consequence? Oh, that's
1: a good question. Maybe I wasn't super clear. So let's put it this way conflict resolution is often a part of the repair. Like I said, some people will just sweep under the rug. They hurt their spouse on a regular basis and they just pretend nothing. They just act like it didn't happen. But the problem with when there's an elephant in a, in the middle of the room, I'm making air quotes. So that's a saying that we tend to say a lot. There's an elephant in the middle of the room that no one's talking about. Unfortunately, it's still pooping every day in the corner. So when you're ignoring a problem that's happening, it's causing a lot of problems, but just ignoring the, the situation. So so when you deliberately decide to repair the conflict, or excuse me, to do conflict resolution, that is often a very important part of the repair of the relationship.
0: I see. I understand.
1: Okay. So I have just a simple little acronym that I came up with that's helpful for me um, that helps me remember four important aspects to conflict, conflict resolution. Um, and that enables me to go through it a little bit easier with a little bit less worry. Do you want to know what my acronym is? I'm Do you know? curious. I love <laughs> your acronyms; they're great. It's silly, and it's it's kind of I don't know if it's appropriate because it's NATO. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Um, but
1: yeah, so the acronym for uh, conflict resolution is NATO. Well, for helping you be more prepared for it is more accurate. So the N stands for. Normalize the conflict. So I just kind of did that with to the listeners. But if you have an issue with a partner or a coworker or a boss or whatever, um, you know, and you're really worried about it it might be helpful to just take a few moments inside your own head and remind yourself humans have conflicts. We want different things. He didn't understand me. Men and women sometimes communicate very differently or like there's often a lot of reasons why the breach happened. So if you can just normalize the fact that conflict is a healthy part of making a relationship better, then you often feel a little bit less internal dread or worry or or you know negative thoughts to yourself about i'm just a nasty person because i want to you know fight or you know you you kind of can keep yourself from from wasting energy thinking things that aren't true and just keeping yourself in the sense of there was an issue i want this relationship to be better and healthier therefore i have to address it so conflict is a normal way to make it better i want repair so i'm going to initiate appropriate conflict does that make sense so that's the end Okay, then the A um, stands for anger or angry. Um, Most of the time when we want conflict resolution, it's because we're angry. Usually without... Anger, there's not as much need for conflict. Uh, Now, we can just have a general disagreement, but often when I'm really upset with someone, uh, they did something, or I believe they did something. So the reason the A stands for anger is because I. this is what I do, and I suggest you do as well, is really ask yourself honestly before the conflict what am I really angry about? Why am I upset? What happened? Um, And what does my anger want to see happen in this situation? That doesn't mean we go in with guns blasting if the anger wants to obliterate obliterate the person. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really checking in like, why am I angry? A lot of times couples fight over money, sex, who's taking out the trash, etc. But If they were really honest, what they're really angry about is they don't feel loved, they don't feel respected, they don't feel equal in the relationship. And so when we're fighting about surface things and we're not really aware of why we're really upset, the conflict usually doesn't go as well because we're kind of fighting about something that's not really the issue. So the A stands for anger or angry frustration whatever your right word is I used a because it goes better for nature <laughs> but um, to really ask yourself what am I upset about so that the conflict can be geared towards resolving and taking care of that thing that made you angry
0: great so you're really addressing the right issue
1: that's right the root a lot of times we're you know we're snipping the heads off the weed oh, I don't mm-hmm. like this but if you pull the root of a weed out, Boom, you know, then it's dressed and dealt with. So, so N A. So that brings us to T. So T stands for think. Um, excuse me, timing, or think about the timing. But but really pay attention to how you're doing, how the a conflict. E. What would the right name be? The person that you're going to have conflict with. Like really think about what would be the best timing. Because if you talk to someone when they're stressed out, exhausted. Um, not paying attention, uh, too busy, uh, nervous system dysregulation, you know, out the yin-yang, they probably won't hear you because we're we're really triggered um, and you might need to go back to some of my other podcasts for this to make sense. But when our sympathetic system is too high in our in our bodies and we're in threat physiology, we hear neutral things as danger or negative. So you really want to pick your timing. You want to pick when and when you feel good, when you feel relaxed, when you feel ready to have the conversation. Because if you do it when you're really pissed off and ready to go at them with both barrels blasting. You know, you're probably just going to make them defensive. Um, it certainly makes me defensive when someone comes in with an attack. Uh, and then when you're defensive, you can't, you're busy protecting yourself, so you can't hear. Um, so really think about timing and pick a timing that both of you are at least in a decent place to have the conversation with couples. I often encourage the person who's initiating to, you know, ask the other person on a coffee date or a dinner or something, you know, when it's going to be neutral and peaceful and then, you know, and let them know, I would like to have a, a really, you know, positive, honest conversation. So,
0: so the timing is for both.
1: Exactly. If you, could, if
0: you could know the timing for the person you're going to confront, use the best timing for both of you, right? Not only your best timing.
1: Yes, I think I, th- I think that's important. Again, only because the point of conflict res- conflict is to have resolution. And if that person can't hear you, then you're not going to have resolution. They're just going to get angry at you. And so, yes, the timing. You know, judging how both of you are doing physiologically and how much calm rational ability you both have is pretty important so now of course you know there might be instances where you know there's it's life or death i don't know that we're you know you have to do it right away i get that but generally if you can really pay attention to the timing and then uh, the last o for me stands for outcome Uh, i think before i have the conversation what would be my most positive best outcome that i would like to see happen um, and that might be just to have he or she hear me. And maybe, you know, it's too early in the situation for hope for them to change. But maybe I just want them to hear me or maybe I want them to acknowledge that they hurt me or or maybe I do ask for a change or, you know. So but if I think about the outcome I would like to have before I have a conversation, I'll be much more strategic and much more um careful about the words that I use um, in order to hopefully get my message across right a lot of times we go into conversations and we just sort of especially as women we tend to use a lot more words than men we tend to overwhelm them with our many many words and they would just like to know bottom line Um, but so so if we think about what we'd like to see happen, then we often are much more um, strategic and directed, and the conversation will usually go a little bit better. Would I also try to think, especially when it's a bit with someone I love, um, what outcome would I like for them too? Like it's not just about me. What would I, you know, what outcome would I like to see for them? And sometimes that might be have them hear me without feeling ashamed or whatever like Mm -hmm. so so but if I'm aware of what I'd like to see happen in the conversation then there's that's much more likely to happen than if I just kind of go in there uh, randomly and start letting words fall out of my mouth so that's my acronym NATO try it for yourself
0: yeah I think it's very useful and it makes us think a little bit before acting and that's also helpful when you're gonna be in the middle of a conflict I loved it. And I will certainly try.
1: All right. Awesome. So thank you, listeners. As always, if you have comments or questions, uh, write in on the contact page on my website, WandaBrothers.com, or uh, send us a subject and we'll podcast about it. We just love doing this. So have a wonderful day. And don't be afraid of conflict. You can resolve it.